0: I'm Maddie.
1: And I'm Ryan.
0: And this is The Me and Mages, a show where we watched a terrible episode of X Men the Animated series. So terrible that, that I just we procrastinated
1: do starting it for like a good 15 minutes <laughs> recording this episode. We that gotta is do
0: it. it. We gotta just buckle down and record the ep because oh, this is a show where we watch every adaptation really of bad. the X Men, no matter it is how really bad. bad. Back when we-
1: You and I just groaned into the microphone visibly at the same time. Visibly, audibly. Audibly. Um,
0: This is an episode called Orphan's End, and it's about Cyclops and his dad, Corsair. I thought it was
1: about annie and that dog what's the dog's name sandy I little you know, like orphan
0: I scotty and his pet dog logan it's i'm the worst game man i don't them. know
1: this like famous musical
0: <laughs> it's okay i don't remember annie's dog's name either and i was in that musical as a kid and also w- it's you not just like,
1: relevant wait were you gonna were you one of the orphans
0: yeah i was the orphan that steps on miss hannigan's foot molly that
1: seems accurate honestly yeah on it was pretty fun
0: honestly but anyway, back to the show that we don't want to talk about because this episode. It, it, even
1: Annie's more interesting. Okay, so is. previously on the X Men, the Dark Phoenix saga happened. Mm-hmm. And during that time, Cyclops ran into the Star Jammers, and it was revealed to us, the audience, that Corsair, this space pirate, was Cyclops's mm-hmm. dad, who Cyclops previously thought was dead. Yeah. And during that whole episode, we had a whole bunch of like alluding comments where. Cyclops or Corsair would say something to the extent of "I wish I had the chance to know my dad." And Corsair being like, "Or my
0: family, or whatever." Yeah, and
1: Corsair is saying shit like, "I would recognize my son's beautiful blue eyes."
0: Yeah, but of course he can't because Cyclops is wearing a visor. Except we. Are meant to believe that Cyclops can't recognize Corsair as looking anything like his dad, which comes up again in this episode.
1: Right, and he actually looks exactly the same, which is crazy, by the way. Also, I wanted to point out that we talked about this when. We went over the Corsair episode when he first was introduced into the animated series. Mm-hmm. And we talked a lot about the star dramas and how Corsair and the star dramas were created by somebody else as like a whole conceptual world and yeah, space comic like they the wanted rest to of make.
0: The Shiar Brandy. characters, which were all these sort of space opera, Star Trek, Star Wars era kinds of characters coming out in the 70s and everybody loving them and them also yeah, being part of the X-Men Corsair world. was
1: going to be like this. Solo type of the X-Men universe or mm-hmm. not even it was going to be its own universe and the only way they could get it going to Marvel because it was just kind of in like a production hiatus for a really long time until Marvel would eventually greenlight it was Chris Claremont took those characters and put them into the x-men series and the only way that worked is if they made cyclops and corsair related to each other so that is why this entire episode is going to be completely fucking bonkers but is that actually
0: an explanation for that though no but if you listen to not need to be as bad as it is
1: but i will say that as much as this episode is crazy and ridiculous and fucking like I don't know what the fuck is happening <laughs> We did cover this storyline In the Starjammers episode And it is yeah. The origin stuff is like Completely well, on that point that part
0: actually is logical And makes sense And you can like follow it narratively Like the backstory of how Corsair and Cyclops get separated When Cyclops is a kid Like that part's fine The rest of the episode Doesn't make any sense And what's weird about That choice narratively is that the A plot, the main plot of this episode is about Corsair and Cyclops learning who each other is and talking about that backstory. And then the B story is like the far more complicated Thing with like this whole Shi'ar government plot of like A person being Potentially and murdered canon. and it's The story they invented for the show to Basically exist in the background of this Episode that but is for no reason That is what we're about reason. to walk into
1: for the rest of the series, though, this is... Okay, so after we finished watching Cold Comfort, I started looking at the other episodes of the mm-hmm. remaining two seasons. Because
0: we loved Cold Comfort so much, so you were like, let's see what other amazing I, well, episodes I are was, I was like, okay, so up.
1: what else is coming up? And it's just, like, all the garbage episodes I don't like. It, you know, there's some Nightcrawler stuff in there that's really fun, mm-hmm. and I think... I, I enjoy the Proteus episodes even though those aren't very good. It just involves Wolverine crying a lot, so of course I like that. Uh-huh, but it was just like nothing was jumping out at me and it's, it just it's it's weird how the series now changes going forward because the first three seasons were just so heavy and narratively symbolic to, all sorts of like, like
0: specific political incidents inst- yeah, like, political times all and that's
1: gonna fucking go away now and it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be it's like just,
0: outer space adventures with the shiar and characters that we don't even know and who will never or come back they again. Make up.
1: it's it's very strange because none of the other x-men series ran into this problem and they're still trying to use source material so it's kind of like i don't know it's it's weird So let's let's jump in. Let's jump into the the, the very beginning. I messaged (laughs) Maddie, (laughs) and I was so mad already because basically there's a giant space fight that's happening across the state of York, right? And it's this fucking space cruiser flies in, and it literally just... Attacks an airplane, shoots it down, everybody dies. Then it goes yeah. to a cruise liner, shoots the cruise liner, everybody dies. Then it goes over an airport, blows up the airport, everybody dies. And then, like, it goes to New York City and somebody goes, what the? And that's the only...
0: <laughs> like a civilian on only... a radar station sees a spaceship. Actually, it's two spaceships. There's, like, this big oh, yeah. orange it's... phallic spaceship. And then there's, like, a green X-wing, basically. And they're fighting each other. And over the course of these two spaceships fighting each other, all these other like civilians and locations are are getting just completely destroyed by this space battle which isn't really justified ever in this episode as being like nobody knows what is
1: happening it's it's the same problem as the sentinels when these giant killer robots were just stomping around neighborhoods and through your local mall and just killing people yeah and the president's like That's okay. Wait, hold on. Also, isn't this the president now Senator Kelly in this universe? So maybe he was just.
0: He didn't weigh in on any of this. I mean, this is definitely like apparently aliens are real, which I guess is something that humans in this world kind of already knew since the phoenix yeah. saga like maybe they're seeing the phoenix flying around i, I, I don't know but point. also maybe they're seeing the ship. Is this isn't really landing. like a national
1: crisis this is kind of like a worldwide it crisis be. At this it point. should be
0: an international crisis yeah but yes. like we don't see any of that there's no like no. footage of the news or like how are humans reacting it's like the show has just decided it no longer even cares about that and also like most of the x-men aren't even in this episode like We barely hear from them Like they are like off doing other shit Apparently that's more important Than like a space battle Over New York City Like none of them are like maybe we should go check in on this Like I don't know It's like it's a crisis that's happening
1: I was like am I supposed to believe that nobody Fucking noticed this it's just crazy And it just cuts away to the X mansion Yeah where Cyclops Or Storm are having I I don't even it's like a strange (laughs) conversation Because Cyclops is just like well, it can't be an X-Man because they don't get up this early. I think they're talking about the call coming in.
0: Yeah, they have a they have a phone call coming in, apparently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in the danger room, which they heard from I don't know where. Just walking all the way down I there guess? calmly, like calmly yeah. walking down to answer the danger room phone. Uh, Storm goes, <laughs> perhaps it's Gambit just getting back from a very long night, which is the show blatantly admitting that Gambit box
0: all night which i thought was a pretty fun line and cyclops I, yeah. goes wouldn't be the first time like playfully yeah and which he was, I was winking like, you okay.
1: couldn't tell that he's winking though through his visor uh-huh
0: but he oh, was oh, winking. also what is
1: going on with storm's hair by the way for storm this episode? has a
0: ponytail for this entire episode and but it's, it's not like a normal, far as normal ponytail I know, the it's only like, time she has a ponytail ever i, I think no, i
1: think it comes back in the uh Fifth season, I think it's well, a similar. Well, I hope they do
0: a better job with it because, well, yeah, because
1: it doesn't even look like a ponytail; it's just going like straight up in that classic '90s cartoon fashion, and then like flying around wildly behind her.
0: I mean, there's like a couple shots where it looks cool, but the animation has decreased. Oh, in then, you know what? To quality. be fair,
1: maybe maybe this is just expanding on the fact that Storm and this. End- in X Men: The Animated Series, is the only character who has any kind of fashion sense because she's the only <laughs> so person she's like, who changes her clothes. Maybe I'll change clothes. my
0: hair even one time over the course of the show. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's part of
1: her powers too.
0: I'm willing to encourage that, even if the animation of it like doesn't always look very good. Anyway, no, so Cyclops turns on the screen and says, "Good morning," and then it's the Shi'ar. It's this commander character who you said they invented, which I couldn't. I think you're right. I couldn't find any information about him. His name's Ragnar. No, he's, he's-
1: yeah he's not real Yeah he's I, you know, By the way I couldn't I could not keep track Of his name in this So like I, I just keep on I calling to
0: I was look like
1: Raka Raka Ragnar just Like I wrote <laughs> I just down like,
0: Ragnar Because I looked it up And I was like Okay his name's Ragnar Apparently But then I kept That name kept flying Out of my head Because they never Say it again Like he introduces himself As Ragnar well, In this one says scene it, but Okay but like It's barely said And like also His name doesn't Matter really And he's not a character also, it's that a we HR need to care about Who
1: actually cares about this you know
0: no one so anyway he says X-Men do you read me this is commander Ragnar of the Shi'ar intergalactic patrol and then he like takes out a fucking police badge and then he goes under the authority of Empress Lalandra and then Cyclops is like why are you here and they're like pursuit of a criminal vessel we do not know why it flew halfway across the galaxy to this spot be forewarned Its its crew is heavily armed and dangerous and Cyclops and Storm head on out to find out what's going on there And it's the Star Jammers. We see the Star Jammers ship and just Corsair in the ship. And they're like Whoa. closing in on the X Mansion and like about to crash into it, and then Corsair <laughs> manages to like barely pull the ship out of the way of the X Mansion and then crash it into this lake oh right God. behind this is, it. Get,
1: get ready everyone because Corsair, Corsair crashes. <laughs> it was it's like actually kind of absurd how many ships he crashes in this episode while also being like check me out. And we're I'm like
0: a, I'm a great intergalactic pirate who flies like ships. It. This is
1: okay. So if you guys want to have a drink game during our episode you can start drinking like do a shot every, every time single time corsair, corsair crashes. crashes a ship because you're gonna be drunk by the end of this episode
0: well you're gonna at least have had three drinks but anyway
1: i think it's like five <laughs> no, all right whatever it isn't okay well right now we're at one because he's crashed it into the lake behind the x mansion
0: mm-hmm. and so then cyclops runs out onto the dock of this lake and then the shiar guy <laughs> Who in my notes I'd already forgotten the name of But it's Ragnar or whatever He calls Scott <laughs> on Scott's communicator Which I guess he has access to now I don't understand why he I would do
1: understand But he
0: can't He has access to the communicators Because apparently Scott just instantly trusted These Shi'ar guys who he doesn't know And was like sure why don't you call me On my X-Men communicator And like have full access to this line I don't
1: fucking know But he's, he jumps into the lake now uh-huh. Swims into the sinking ship And he grabs grabs Corsair. Corsair. Like, holding him. He's looking at him. Grabs him (laughs) out. Then Storm does this crazy fucking thing. This insane sequence where she screams, A whirlwind shall help affect you with a rescue. And, you know, creates a tornado that, like, kind of holds the ship up and puts them in a whirlpool. And then Scott... Pulls Corsair out of the water, and mm-hmm. Storm stops doing anything. And, and he, Storm like, like
0: grabs them and flies them away, and then the ship sinks all the way back into the water after that. Yeah, and then
1: Courser is on the ground coughing because he's like. Half drowning, and Scott picks him up and like brushes him off, and then Scott goes, "Wait, you're Corsair."
0: Okay, like as he says that, he grabs Corsair's dog tag and looks at it as though that's what confirms that it's Corsair. It's, it's crazy.
1: I watched this he twice like,
0: because of how crazy it is. Like he like he,
1: literally spent ten minutes getting this dude out of the water and like helped him out, and then and eventually was like, like wait, he doesn't I know, know him.
0: that many people from outer space. Like he maybe knows like five people who this could. Be. And like he's seen oh this shit before, right? Like it's not the same ship, or is it not the actual starjammer ship? Don't, I
1: don't know. As soon as he's when as soon as he was like Corsair, it's, I just go, I fucking hate you, Scott.
0: It's crazy. So he, it's
1: ridiculous. Okay, well don't worry because it's gonna get like way crazier in two seconds.
0: So he is looking at the dog tags and he's like, "You're the Shear criminal," like in surprise. And then Corsair coughs and is like, you've been talking to Ragnar. Sorry to drop my problems on your doorstep, but I need your help. And Cyclops is like, Lalandra won't like that. And Corsair goes, fine, but give me back my dog tags. They're all that's left of my family. And, and Cyclops so, look at the dog tags. These tag, aren't which, dog tags, really. No,
1: it's like a heart-shaped locket.
0: Like, okay, there's a heart-shaped <laughs> locket and there's also a dog tag, which, by the way, would have Corsair's real legal name on it, but apparently Cyclops <laughs> didn't notice that. And instead well, opens Cyclops the locket. Well, Cyclops doesn't have very good
1: vision. He can't read.
0: It's a good point. So he opens the locket and he looks at this picture and he goes, this is a picture of me and my brother. That's my mother. My Where mom. did you get these? And Corsair goes, your mother. And like this is this scene. Somehow this conversation goes on for like five more minutes of them being like, it's my family. No, it's my family. Oh Without, my god! Like, and then of them fully then Finally, eventually, Corsair
1: goes, wait. <laughs> Scott and it's like didn't he already know his name or maybe I'm wrong but I don't whatever know. it's
0: it's really weird like, and like finally- and then Scott
1: goes what is your full name and <laughs> of course there's like Christopher Summers and Scott's like no it isn't because my father is dead so I refuse this and I was like oh my god what is happening this is like yeah, I agree. Phone. It's it is also done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Storm interrupts to just be like, "You'd better explain yourself quickly. Your pursuers are here." And then the shi-ar okay, ship. Okay, but also, up. can we talk about how
1: clunky that whole scene was? Like I that know. was the revoli- That was the big reveal. of Them Being related was this clunky scene where, where Cyclops- like neither
0: of them fully believe it at first, and like no, it's don't not. Even like, it it's like the sequence
1: of events is that like Cyclops saves Corsair, looking at him for ten minutes, then screams, "Wait, this is Corsair." <laughs> Breaks <laughs> off his dog tags, which is secretly the locket, looks at it, and he's like, wait, <laughs> why is there a picture of my family in here? And then he's screaming the same thing I each other for like five minutes. And then eventually Corsair says... Oh, you're my son. And Scott screams. No, no and it's... you're
0: not my dad. Like Scott doesn't accept that Corsair is his dad for like another They're 10 minutes better, of the episode. There's could a way better
1: way to do this in a number of ways. Well, I, they I could just have can't... just had
0: it be faster. Like we, the viewer already know this information, first of all. So just have Scott figure it out faster and like look at it and be like, your family this is my family and then Look at Corsair and recognize his fucking Father like oh I it's know His dad like Yes it's been 20 Years but like I can, like, okay. I, I can get that Corsair wouldn't recognize Scott but why
1: wouldn't Scott recognize his Dad you know what I mean like because I, he I Instantly recognized like, his mom and his brother
0: Yeah I feel like also He doesn't really look that old Like I feel like Scott could look and Recognize his own father because like he was like 10 when they were parachuting out of the plane like i don't know i didn't buy any of it I, I
1: didn't either and then by the way when scott screams no you're not my dad it cuts to a commercial break which is actually kind of great but you know
0: <laughs> yeah uh,
1: so then then ragnaroro whatever his name is yeah is he like, comes up again he's basically like thanks for capturing the fugitive cyclops and cyclops is like wait a second i need a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah he
0: Says, I need a moment, yeah. First. And like
1: Ragna or Rakra, Raka Raka, he's like, He's a criminal, and anyone who resists will be treated as a criminal as well. And Corsair's like, No, but I'm being set up. I came to the X Men for help, but I guess you're not going to help me. And Cyclops is like, That's right, bitch. And we're like, What is happening? <laughs> and then they show us, hold out. on, wait. Oh my god, no, no. So after these, okay, so we've had the crazy spaceship battle in New York City, right? Uh huh. And then now we have this crazy interaction between Cyclops and Corsair. And so the spaceship releases these like little Lego Drums. cars full of like, yeah, like full of like alien men to fight them. They start shooting them and Cyclops is like, I need some cover. So Storm says something about, I will meet you at the monorail. And two, I was like, <laughs> what? Fucking monorail
0: Yeah So like I googled this Because this line Has become like a meme Storm saying I shall meet you At the monorail Because like The X-Men don't have a monorail It's in this episode (laughs) For no reason
1: They're also in their backyard How far are they going You know
0: Well I mean yeah, like they can't just walk back to the mansion. It's like a not even a block away. Like it's their own yard. But anyway, whatever. They It was craziness. Are running through the woods, being chased by these drones that are firing lasers at them or whatever. And then also apparently cyclops can power up the monorail remotely with his belt because sure he like presses a button on it and then like a porthole opens up in the ground and they all leap through it yeah I, maddie messaged that's... me
1: while she was watching it and she just goes why is there a porthole in the middle of the woods that leads to the x-men's monorail like, and i was like is i don't that have a where fucking the answer for you.
0: like what the fuck i don't anyway. know
1: okay so they all go down there and there is a monorail down there and mm-hmm. they it's, storm it's, drives it you know they get on there and they're holding on like they're Standing on the fucking T, which (laughs) is for anybody that doesn't live in Boston, that's the subway system here. Yeah, and uh, and
0: Corsair goes, "Where are we going?" And Cyclops goes, "To a mini jet." If you're telling the truth, we'll use it to get out of here. And then Corsair goes, "Oh, I'm glad you
1: wrote that because I wrote it says we need to figure out what's going on because you're a filthy liar, Corsair."
0: And then Corsair goes, the truth, son, how can you believe? And then Cyclops goes, don't ever call me that. Don't you call me that. (laughs) For 20 years, I dreamed about my father, a man to look up to, a hero who sacrificed his life to save his family. It was your family you sacrificed. You threw us away so you could go knock around the galaxy. And Corsair just goes, that's not what happened. And Cyclops goes, no. Did I imagine the orphanage, the foster homes where nobody wanted me? Tell me, Dad, am I missing something? It's like, such a little shit. It, oh my he God. He gives Corsair like zero time to actually explain. They're in the middle of a battle. Anything. Like this is. It's just I don't know. Cyclops, okay, but like fucking... Cyclops is like there's enough time for me to monologue for ten minutes, but not enough time for me to actually get the answers from my dad. That I oh, yeah I know very that's because need. that's
1: because Xavier adopted him. And Cyclops is now like mini Charles Xavier Jr. Mm-hmm. So, he's so he's just...
0: like the solution to all my problems is to monologue at people until they s- stop talking yeah, and much. ignore me. And me-
1: and, and pretty much Storm is just standing there looking perplexed about the whole situation, which is basically how she looks through this whole episode. I don't really know why she's there, because I guess I don't they needed either. somebody they, to like, fix the situation. I
0: think they just needed some firepower. I mean, she's the one who uses her lightning to fend off the drones and, like, provide cover I mean, Storm's fire. doing
1: all the work, honestly, but she doesn't yeah. have any lines. She just kind of stands there and kind of is like, really, Scott...
0: Yeah, it's rough. I mean, I was saying to you, I feel like this episode could have really benefited from Wolverine being present as well to, like, offer in some snarky comments and, like, sort of force Cyclops to listen to Reason. But Storm or could also Jean. have done like, that. why is it and, Jean like,
1: here, you know? like I
0: don't know. So, like, I can't figure out where in time this episode falls. Like, we know it's after the Dark Phoenix saga because Corsair... Is there but like is it supposed to be Before I don't
1: know I don't know You I know don't actually know. if I had to rewrite This episode I would I mean not that I Don't love storm because I do and she's Allowed and she should have It doesn't all the really star make sense time for to like
0: Her to be in this one though yeah, I, get she, where you're I, I don't know
1: her relationship With Scott is just like not An interesting one but if you had taken somebody like Rogue and put her in there where Rogue could have been like I also have parental issues I can relate to your situation Yeah you know or something
0: like there needs to be another character there for Scott to kind of bounce these anxieties off of, and Storm doesn't really have the opportunity to do that, and she doesn't like weigh in on what's going on. It, which it, is it's,
1: like, a, it's also just kind of waste of Storm. You know what I mean? I don't totally, know. Totally, so, I
0: totally know what you mean. They give her this dumb monorail line, and that's it.
1: They're on the Shi'ar ship, or sorry, the Shi'ar ship is scanning blueprints of the X mansion, and then shoots a beam into the ground at the monorail. Yeah, like, it's it like finds laser the monorail beam.
0: basically. It like analyzes the ground and finds the monorail, and then blows open the ceiling, and then like. (laughs) Like... Storm is driving the monorail like Trying to evade the blast which you can't Fucking do because it's a monorail and it's on A rail and so you can't evade anything So (laughs) they send in a
1: bunch of Then there's like a whole sequence of all them fighting robots Which I didn't really like care or understand What that was about and Cyclops and Corsair were not fighting they were just sitting there On the ground like going And eventually Storm just grabs them and flies them away On a a jet because she's like okay You two are useless yeah She saves them
0: basically and puts them onto A jet and then flies the jet the but then way. I left
1: because Cyclops was totally calmly like Thank you Storm yeah. Like just totally like "Yeah, this was normal
0: <laughs> Like after he wakes up he's like thanks And then he takes over the jet controls And Storm finally gets a break after doing all the work For like an yeah, pretty hour She
1: still has no lines by the way
0: I know it's rough And so then Cyclops is like flying the jet Being like we stay low and it'll take their sensors a while To find us and then Corsair goes I'd better take the stick You might not like everything I'm gonna tell you," Which like I don't know why that's the lines there. Like, is he suggesting that Cyclops is going to veer the ship off course if he's mad? (laughs) No,
1: it's more like Corsair reveals the truth and Cyclops just like,
0: goes, Ah!
1: starts steering wildly out of control and smashes into a planet. I don't know.
0: I mean, I guess so. So meanwhile, the Shiara are lifting the Starjammer ship up out of the ocean, but finding that nobody's on board and they were like, Corsair's alone. Why did no one notice when he ejected the witness? Which is like, I had to listen to that multiple times to even understand what the fuck they were saying. I was like, ejected the witness? Who's the witness? Who's this other character? None of that is going to be explained. I'm never going to understand fully what happened. But it I turns out- I know, you tried at least. I didn't even look There's a witness who Corsair was protecting the entire time and that's why the Shiara were after him a witness to a murder but or again like the episode that. doesn't fucking explain that i'm no but then it.
1: then it goes back to corsair the and, and corsair tells the history which we've talked about on this show and mm-hmm. it's pretty much that corsair explains that he was okay this is crazy though maddie's gonna interject and point out how crazy all this is so <laughs> they're on I i don't know corsair when he's christopher summers is piloting this like i don't know spare fucking plane he yeah has he or just whatever. has a
0: plane i guess because he was like you know in the air force anyway so carol danvers style he's just flying a plane <laughs> yeah, around he's
1: like i just do this for fun yeah and suddenly a spaceship flies out of nowhere and just like fires at them yeah and then suddenly this shit the fucking planes on fire yeah and the plane Horser is explains, burning this is fucking crazy flying. by the way I, which i didn't know why i like even though it's canon to the comic book and i like never thought about how crazy this actually is there's like, we only had one parachute on the ship, so they tied Alex to Scott and threw them off. And I was like, wait a second. Why was there only one parachute? There's four of you on the ship. Like, you yeah. are supposedly, like, a pilot dude, and you know that you need to have at least... The same amount of parachutes on the ship for the people so You brought your whole family on there knowing there Was only one parachute but
0: he says in His line the flames had destroyed All of our parachutes but one So like the f- how did the it, Plane what? is on fire actively Like the plane is burning up And somehow it is still airborne Enough that there is A parachute that's, see, that's like, The that's line cool. I wrote this down is all crazy this to, okay,
1: So I guess I'm wrong but that's even crazier to me That all the parachutes I mean, that's except what's one crazy to me on Is fire. that like
0: apparently there is a parachute that isn't on fire, and also as Alex and Cyclops are jumping out of the plane, the parachute they're on lights on fire, which is like <laughs>
1: what? And then everything's on fire. Yeah, and, and then so like, has as that they're fucking plummeting line. to the
0: ground, they're on fire, and then obviously everything's Summers, on fire.
1: And Chris just goes, "We thought we were saying goodbye for the yeah. last time, well, but then they're their beamed their kids into this they're plummeting
0: to the ground in a flaming parachute. One could sort of understand why they thought they were going to die." Like... <laughs> I get it
1: Everyone's just dead Uh And so then Corsair course, They get explains, teleported
0: Onto the Shi'ar ship At that yeah, point Yeah
1: And then Scott's like What happened to my mother And Corsair is like Destroyed before my eyes By the Because Diken. they can't
0: say killed I guess I
1: know And he goes As far as I knew My entire family's gone We talked about this In Corsair's Spotlight episode Where uh, Catherine Summers was like raped in front of him. Yeah, and then,
0: they've taken that out of this kid's show, but... which is
1: probably for the best. Yeah, Maybe it should is. be taken yeah. out of the canon too, because that is so it's much. So I mean, I realize, I realize it makes Deken D- a real Dick Ken <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know,
0: I I, I think it's this just, is like, a better that version a, a plot to just have her move him killed forward. and like off screen, because yeah. like it's already bad enough that Cyclops's mom basically just gets killed as motivation so, so meanwhile
1: scott's holding the locket really close to his face as if he can't really see it and he just goes he's just like i think this belongs to you and it's like thanks yeah Scott. dude
0: yeah it does belong to him like why was he inexplicably holding on to the dog tags like, i don't we're supposed
1: fucking to know it's
0: like i don't he care still about didn't any think of this that <sighs> that was his dad until after his dad told this ridiculously long story about yeah, the parachute i don't, I don't
1: fucking know
0: I don't know. Anyway, he finally gives the dog tags back, and then there's another commercial break, probably, and then Cyclops probably. goes. Well, there's like a. There's weird just a million cut.
1: commercial breaks. There's one like between every single line because that's the only <laughs> way they could drag out the episode.
0: There's like a weird cut and a pause, and then Cyclops goes, "If you'd known Alex and I were still alive," and then Corsair goes, "Not even the Shi'ar slave pens could have stopped me from finding you." And then the radar on the ship starts beeping, and Storm is like, "Look, the Shi'ar star cruiser," and Corsair's like, "It's closing fast. Check out your old." Old man and oh my god
1: okay <laughs> This is where Corsair's like check out your old Man and he crashes that ship into Like the rainforest I guess
0: yeah like I Guess they're immediately in, by like, the way he crashes the Now so that's like, number
1: two do your second Shot everybody
0: yeah <laughs> like I guess it's the Amazon I do not Know where they are but there's a bunch of like Scarlet macaws like flying Off in the yeah, distance pretty, yeah, pretty
1: much and then And then the Shi'ar shows up and more little Lego man fly out and they sing everything Is not awesome and then Cyclops <laughs> Is like Wait, we need to fight them. And we're like, I don't know. And then fucking Ragnarik, whatever the fuck his name is... Uh, says that Corsair is lying to them, and Cyclops. He's like he's bellowing into a loudspeaker. By yeah. the way, like he's just like Corsair is lying to you, and Cyclops is immediately like,
0: "Is this true?" <laughs> and we're <laughs> he like, immediately believes this Shi'ar guy who he doesn't know. And oh, by the way, the Shi'ar guy says another ridiculous sentence, which is the witness he abducted knows the location of the Lord Chamberlain's ordered fortune. Which what okay, the fuck? So, by the does way, any nobody. We don't know any of that means.
1: We never meet Lord. Chamberlain or whatever the fuck his I name is. I looked it is. up
0: and I think Lord Chamberlain is that rocky guy who's in a different episode. But then why don't they say? But I don't know if that he's ever a named character on this show.
1: Wait, what? I don't even remember that.
0: I looked it up and I think that's Man, who it's supposed to be. I cannot keep
1: up X Men: The Animated Series. This it's episode really is not rough. good at explaining anything.
0: It's super not. And also, like, he has a fortune apparently. I guess I don't None know. The and then what, th- then they're like Corsair shouts big mouth, and then that's I think why Cyclops. is The most sexual
1: him. thing that happens in this whole episode. Yes. Yeah, I know. And the
0: Shi'ar guy goes Corsair wants the girl so she can lead him to the money. Anything else he told you is a self-serving lie. And that's when Cyclops immediately is like, "Is this true? Oh
1: my god!" And Corsair's like, "No." And then no. Corsair
0: goes. I saved Jandra because I care about Who her. Who the fuck is Jandra? <laughs> she's invented for this episode. It doesn't matter. And then she and then he oh goes. Oh my god! <laughs> also, I have a starship to maintain, and fusion fuel doesn't come cheap. Which, like, Corsair, don't say that. Like, okay, but also, what are like, why
1: is that even? Why is that lying? What is happening? So, okay. like.
0: I don't fully understand it, but I think Jandra witnessed a murder, and also there's some <laughs> sort of financial reward involved. And also
1: there's like somebody who like there's a Bruce Wayne in space somewhere. I don't really know. Yeah,
0: I don't get that part. Like I don't get so, who she's. I don't. I know. don't.
1: I don't need either. But the funny so anyway, when the Cyclops just like bats the gun out of Corsair's arms and points it at him. He's like. I'm turning you in, Corsair. And I'm like, Cyclops, <laughs> you have given no thought to. Like, why are you a leader? You make the shittiest call. If Storm are here, she'd be like, let's decide. Unfortunately, what the best Storm thing to is do there is here. and
0: doesn't do anything. So, like, Corsair grabs Scott and goes, Scott, you're not listening to me. And Scott goes, Some father, for all I know, the Lord oh Chamberlain my God. hired you Shut to kill up, the witness Scott. Storm, find Jandra and keep her safe from Who everybody. Who the fuck is Jandra? <laughs> And then he goes okay. I have to find out The truth And for some reason Storm does what he says And flies away To find Jandra A person well, I think. No, okay. I think the know. reason Why
1: Storm does that Is because Storm Realizes that Somebody is potentially In danger And she's like I will go save The child Or whoever Because that is That is what Storm Would do She'd be like Okay well Somebody's life Is in danger You can deal with Your fucking bullshit Over here While I go Take care of the problem I mean sure uh, But
0: I wish she had At least one line here Being like Scott be skeptical About what's going on And don't just I know. Fucking that do That is this. something that.
1: She she would say and something that we've seen her say on the series before it's a little bizarre that she's just not saying anything at all yeah uh, so anyway they go on to like the fucking shiar ship and Ragnarok, whatever his name is it's like the galaxy is near depth cyclops and cyclops goes i have agreed to nothing i go those words are <laughs> not even spoken in like a conversation to each other and they're also just like sentences screamed at each other like they're not conversing and also neither of those sentences make any fucking sense like okay that's a big claim to say Ragged, that the galaxy is in your favor or whatever like in, in your debt, cyclops just screams i have agreed to nothing like what is he saying i, mean, I don't know
0: i don't no either I mean I guess I, we're supposed To believe that the galaxy is gonna fucking Thank Cyclops returning in Corsair Because he's an intergalactic I know, Cyclops criminal is like,
1: Everybody's always thanking me anyway
0: Yeah and so
1: I think this is when he's like when we get Jondra, We'll see who's really lying
0: Yeah he says something along those lines He also calls Corsair dad in a sarcastic Tone like 60 more times And it's so much like the number of Times the I know he's like if only you, you were my episode. real dad dad, dad.
1: <laughs> It's like he we're like oh my god it's like why are you suddenly like 14 it's so (laughs) annoying yeah, it's like something I would have written when I was in this, a 16 year old being like, this is how adults talk. Yeah. Like, um, here's
0: a literal line. We'll see dad get in and shut up. We'll find uh, Chandra <laughs> and then we'll talk. Like, are that's we watching a goofy movie right says. now? Like
1: that's it sounds like Max is talking.
0: Yeah. Um, so in the cockpit, this is the part the galaxy is in your debt that we talked about already. Um, Cyclops says when we get the girl, we'll see who's lying. And then he calls Storm on the communicator And Storm Who's goes flying through the rainforest forest I'm f- moving toward the location of the beacon light We saw coming in Nothing yet Wait a minute I may have picked up their trail Oh my
1: god She does All she does is she picks up a twig And she's like She must have been here I'm like You were in the fucking rainforest dude There's twigs everywhere I And was then like,
0: Hepzibah and Chod and Raza Just ch- jump out of the forest Okay, those are and, the star
1: jammers For anybody who doesn't yeah, know who that is is the cat Storm's lady.
0: communicator to the ground And then like Incapacitate her essentially Okay
1: right And then so Then immediately The cat lady Hepzibah is like Trying to seduce Storm Like they're fighting But it's the The only gay moment In this whole episode Is like Hepzibah (laughs) being like Oh I watched the way You move, Storm And I was like What is happening It's like It's actually really strange How all the fucking star jammers are attacking storm one by one. Like they're all standing there and then like one will jump away and then like another one will jump in and storm's not fighting any of them. She's kind of like standing there watching as they all jump and say a monologue and, and then like, jump back again. into the like, like we're yeah. watching a play where everybody has like their line as they go down.
0: But all the lines are pretty bad. I didn't even bother to write them down I because either. I was so annoyed by it.
1: Eventually it just ends up with her. Like getting her communicator knocked off, and then they destroy it. But then I was like, they knock off one of her two exes, and they're like, there, the communicator is destroyed. I'm like, isn't the other one also a communicator, though? Or is it just
0: another one? And then, like, later, (laughs) Ross is like holding up a thing that I think is a communicator. Oh my God. But I don't know if he's giving it back to her. It's like really poorly animated. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. So the Shiar figure out where Storm is, and then Cyclops, like, briefly is walking away from the cockpit for some reason, and they immediately. Blast him and like incapacitate him in this beam. And then Ragnar goes into a room to interrogate Corsair, who's tied to a chair.
1: Yeah, there's like this weird bondage and scene. There's
0: like this, this is kind of gay. Where Ragnar okay, actually, is, yeah, like, I forgot about this scene like. What a pleasure because, like, to see you looking so well. I need to know how you learned that <laughs> I am the one Lord Chamberlain hired to dispose of the witness. Yeah, <laughs> Corsair Which just goes, I'm not going to tell.
1: And then, and then fucking Ragnar, Ragnar, Ragnarok, Ragnar, whatever. I can't, I heard Rakra, Raka, Raka. <laughs> anyway so he like Puts him in even war bondage you just see him like Putting like a gag into his mouth And I, I remember being like oh He's gonna fuck him right now that's yeah, what's happening It's
0: pretty sexual and then he goes That's what I was hoping you would say Like basically hoping that Corsair would resist So that he could torture him more it's a lot Oh my god I anyway, know Back to Storm Storm goes why do you star Jammers treat me as an enemy did we not Fight side by side in the fight against Daken And Raza goes True Though, although Raza has like a really silly voice in this show. So he's like, true, that we have maintained <laughs> like communication voice. silence. Corsair's oh, open communicator allowed us to, and the, to like- hear it all.
1: Wait, isn't Raza like Corsair's boyfriend? Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, and so okay.
0: Raza was like on a secret open phone call with Corsair the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: So okay. So proving <laughs> my point.
0: Yeah. And then Hepzibah goes, including Cyclops' son betraying Corsair, father to evil commander. Hepzibah talks like that. I don't know. She's got this like. It really
1: is like stereotypical we
0: like alien clipped speech but, thing like, going from
1: on. The 80s, except it's now yeah. the 90s, and we're doing like this He-Man thing now. I know.
0: And then she goes, X Men, the ones who act like enemy, not star jammers. Which, like, that's not even necessarily true.
1: I, I don't even know. So, anyway, they take Storm to a Mayan temple. Yeah, Which I don't seems know why. like a lot and they walk in and this like she Shi'ar child runs out and she's like
0: Chandra's like 11 years old and she's like yeah she's so like hey guys wait why is Storm tied up and they're like well she we doesn't don't know have who a good Storm answer. is she's like why is that lady tied up and Chode just goes her friend betrayed our location to the false Shi'ar officer and then Raza goes on the other hand, from the lie Cyclops was told, it is no more than we expected. Which, like, he's basically admitting wait, that the X-Men what? had bad information and that they shouldn't have attacked Storm. But, like, then why did they? She would have gone don't know. with them. And Storm's
1: just sitting there being like, I don't know. Wait, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So then. We're back on the Shiar ship where Scott is Still in her, his paralyzation ray yeah. And then that other lady runs over and takes Okay her she out.
0: doesn't even have a name her name In the episode description is the navigator She's just a okay, random so, okay, The Shiar navigator R- runs lady. over
1: and she like Walks over and she releases him And she goes is it true that you are Corsair's Son and Cyclops goes Not, Not by, by choice. choice And I was like oh, oh my god And
0: she goes happening. watch and learn What you are going to see is the ship's Log for three days in the future
1: it's okay like, wait hold on i, know. I don't understand this because I, I was like oh do know. they have future tech but, but they no. don't
0: they don't or i do think they? What, but okay
1: but they're like i think what happens is that it's not future tech i think it's like a faked log in that's the future. what i
0: think too but they but don't how do they explain get, that at all I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Cyclops just screams That's impossible She doesn't explain to him what the log Even is and just shows like, him This like, video like, wait, wait this video
1: is crazy though <laughs> I know.
0: So in the video it's a bunch of like Shear stormtroopers and they're like Encountering a magnetic storm and they're like Six crew injured the witness Jandra Has been lost or whatever And then Cyclops goes This fake sequence was programmed in advance To cover up what was really going to be A murder which how did he even figure that out based on, this. I don't
1: know. I like watched that sequence, and I was like, "What, what? is happening?" <laughs> Because also Jandra is there. They just showed Jandra
0: like a corpse lying on a pallet. But how did
1: they get that? Okay, I, I don't understand Is it fake any of this. I
0: genuinely don't know, and we never find <laughs> out. And so then the navigator just goes, "Exactly, I went to your father for help because he you was... know, exactly, <laughs> you got it. You've already got it because it's already so easy to understand." So then she goes, "I went to your father for help because he was the one man I knew with the guts to rescue Jandra and see that justice was done." And then Cyclops...
1: Cyclops has a meltdown yeah
0: he goes until i ruined it my mistake could cost all of you your lives and the navigator just goes we'll see for now just trying to have a little faith in your father
1: i know and then uh, so they run in they immediately like, it's not even we'll see it's because- just like i know the racka is all like Wait I said nobody could come in here Like because he's fucking Corsair <laughs> Yeah
0: and then Cyclops and the Navigator Just bust in And Cyclops oh, blasts God. everybody And the Navigator shoots people And then Corsair okay, goes Okay, wait. They, I
1: hate this line It doesn't even make sense He
0: goes that's the Scott Summers I gave my last parachute to What <laughs> What I goes, don't
1: I genuinely don't understand
0: enough, And the navigator goes plan the family picnic Later let's go I feel like
1: this whole episode are just It's just like lines yeah. that aren't it's, They're not in a conversation they're just lines being Said but they're not to each other yeah. I don't know what
0: no I know and it's also Like you kind of get the sense that there's Some sort of shiar plot being foiled But you don't know what it is or like it, how We it never works know we never, never find, find out. out Who cares
1: about like, that why didn't they just Come Jenga up with a girl? simpler
0: one <laughs> Like why didn't they just have a simpler thing than this Like why does I it have know. to be so complicated I,
1: It's so complicated Especially
0: since they made it up
1: Oh I know And then they get onto that Lego ship And then I don't I didn't even write down what's happening It's like a weird Star Fox 64 sequence And Yeah like,
0: I mean I was gonna compare it to like The Star Wars speeders sequence Where like yeah, They're all um, flying around in the well, trees But it's not least, as good Star as Fox that Star Fox
1: 64 is more chi- chaotic than that So that's why I went with that But Then in the middle of all of that Storm just goes on a communicator She goes Professor Xavier sends his regards And I was like why is... What is happening?
0: Okay, but We never see that, Professor Xavier. Before that, though, Chode calls Corsair on his communicator, and he goes, I strongly suggest you alter your course 13 degrees to the north, and remember Elder Baron 5. And, like, that's... <laughs> Wait, I wrote that down. I, okay, well, first so of,
1: that, of all, I wrote down Elder. Me... Barry. I thought that's what he said.
0: That's what I thought he said the first time, and then later, when they're referring to it again, I realize it's Elder Baron 5. But, like...
1: We never know what the fuck that is or why it's relevant. But I
0: figured out from context of like watching the scene twice, which I did with a lot of scenes in this episode, that he's referring to a a different fight that they had in speeders on a different planet called Elder Baron five. And he's like, do the same thing here that you did in that other fight on Elder Baron five. But it took me forever to figure out that was what he meant. And in the meantime, Storm screams at the Shiar that Professor X sends his regards. (laughs) And the Shiar scream back, Xavier's half a planet away, and now the Baron is up in another galaxy. And I was like, Uh, who's the Baron? What is that?
1: I didn't even hear that Oh my god he's you know he's hanging out With the grand champion or whatever Wait so then Corsair crashes that ship
0: Yeah okay that's true So do your
1: next shot that's (laughs) shot number three everyone Yeah. You can also do another shot now If you'd like for when he blows up his little Ship that he was piloting with his family (laughs) That counts too I
0: forgot about that one So that's Um, four right four ships So Scott just goes I don't know what happened on Elder Baron Five, but it better have been good. And then Corsair just goes, "It was," and then the speeder crashes. <laughs> And then they run up to the temple after crashing the speeder and then and then, then it looks like
1: it's straight up a He-Man or She-Ra episode. Like Storm is just standing there with a bunch of She-Ra characters now. Yes.
0: And she goes, let the power pour from the sky. And then suddenly there's this like weird reflector thingy on the ground. I, yeah, I don't know. That like they pull a sheet off of the reflector thingy and then Corsair dives under the reflector and it beams back the ship's fire Onto what? the Shi'ar I, ship I like watched that like, But Shiar I just the ship even... is like Shooting at the reflector And that fire beams back Onto the ship And then that blows up Which arguably <laughs> so Is Corsair's responsibility yeah, Okay do
1: another shot Because Corsair's Crashed another ship Although at
0: least This time it was intentional
1: <laughs> At least he wasn't Piloting it this time Yeah But he did shoot it Yeah So
0: Or at least like Led to it being destroyed And that's
1: like That's like the end Of all of that Because yeah, then the, like much. Fucking Chode runs over Right And yeah, then he like and he hugs, hugs Corsair and Scott
0: Yeah And then Corsair goes You'll have to to forgive Chode he gets carried away and then Cyclops goes it's okay dad I think I understand how he's feeling
1: I'm like do you Scott because like <laughs> I don't think you have any grasp on your emotions whatsoever
0: no he doesn't and so then they're all back at the X-Mansion the yeah, like,
1: all that shit didn't just happen and yeah, there wasn't they all like an intergalactic war in New York City and like they're... and
0: like, then also in the Amazon where like a lot of the rainforest has been completely destroyed but like it's <laughs> fine <laughs> and so then Chode just goes get up here Everyone, we got a trial to get to. Like, there he's inviting everybody back onto the ship, and the navigator's yeah. there with them now. And she goes, and a renegade cop to turn over to Shiar justice. And then yep. Cyclops and Corsair and Storm and Hepsiba walk up to the ship and they have a little conversation where Cyclops well, is like, they have a
1: conversation. Cyclops and Hepsiba just kind of stand there with no lines.
0: Storm and Hepsiba, you mean? Yeah. Anyway, Cyclops goes, Our talk got interrupted. There's so much I want to know. And Corsair goes, We'll get to it, all of it. I've got a question or two myself.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I I think I thought it was like it was that like Corsair asking Scott if he was gay? I hope it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just say it is. And so Cyclops asks him to stay and Corsair's like shocked by that, and then Cyclops is like, I don't mean forever, just a few hours. You're telling me your hot spacecraft can't make up a few hours flying across a whole galaxy. And Corsair goes, Well, I guess we could spend a little extra time in hyperdrive.
1: I know the fucking navigator's like, Oh, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Choad has this weird line where he goes, Oh no, break out the cards i think that's what uh, well it says. i think i
1: think that's what he says like they're gonna they're gonna be bored and they have to do something while waiting I for cyclops so. and corsair to like catch up even though scott did not want to accept that corsair was his dad even though it looked exactly like his dad
0: i know so then cyclops and corsair hug i hate
1: this whole ending by the way first okay. of all there's a shitty animation where like cyclops and corsair are walking to the x mansion and like it blips and they like move backwards again and they move forward as <laughs> like okay they just didn't even try to yeah. finish the animation and so on like, this. as
0: that shitty animation is playing Corsair goes so you're gonna marry that redhead that beat the pants off the Imperial Guard and Cyclops goes she's uh calmed down a bit since then which I hate that line I hate oh, all wait. of Oh wait but then it gets worse because Corsair, then Corsair goes, goes reminds me of your mother and Cyclops goes how so and Corsair goes maybe I should wait to tell you until after you're married which And is- that's how the episode is. That, Disgusting yeah it's gross
1: I'm like okay great This shitty episode just ends with These two male characters making Misogynistic comments about yeah. how Women are just out of control and Emotionally yeah, crazy and, and then like, it ends with funny a Sex how, joke like, you
0: marry them you have To try and control these crazy Women like that's yeah. and I Guess the ending is implying that like Scott Is a virgin like What does he mean he can't tell him until I, after I mean, He's married I don't
1: know Maddie this episode is trash
0: it's Real bad it's, it's pretty really, bad. I mean,
1: I remember, okay, I, this is a, str- I can't believe I'm even saying this, but the Wolverine Alaska episode <laughs> was better than this one. <laughs> not okay. by much
0: i mean like politically it wasn't better but at least that episode like made narrative sense like you the, know what i, I mean? not like, this they episode were just i do not know what was going on and it's, it's, it's it. oh my
1: god and it's like also we just came off a of cold comfort where everybody was wildly out of character including Iceman, who's just straight up murdering people and like then this episode happened and i'm just sort of thinking what Where are we going with this series right now? What is
0: happening? No. I mean, like, I guess we can do a little quick politics thing. I feel like the only politics of this episode is that it's honestly pretty sexist. <laughs> like yeah, she doesn't I gonna get say. To it's do like... anything at all. She has no lines. Her monorail line is widely mocked because it's like stupid. And also well, she I mean, doesn't just do it anything. It's, it is None a terrible of the other line. female characters are even there. Jandra's just a damsel in distress who does not matter and may as well be an object. Gene is off-screen and is basically mocked for like having a personality for two seconds. And like this is okay, that's wait, this is joke. crazy. Like, I don't know. I hate that part of the episode a lot. Like, I hate a lot of this episode, but whatever. I wasn't really thinking about this when we recorded it, probably because I was so annoyed about having watched this episode. But it's worth noting that this... This episode also just uses this Mayan temple as pointless background scene setting. It's not related to anything that actually happens in the episode itself. They just kind of crash land this alien ship on top of this building for no real reason, destroying it. There are never any people shown at all that are living in this area. The rainforest is destroyed. I mean, like, I don't know why that's in the episode either. It's... Bad. So, like, here's the thing about this episode. Actually, it feels like things were cut out for time, and like that is a problem. That doesn't explain
1: all the weird sexist bullshit. That well, is no, in this episode. no, it doesn't. But I just
0: mean, like, narratively, it feels like things are missing from the episode, or like they had an idea for what this Jandra plotline was going to be, and they just couldn't explain it in time. I it's like. It's I don't crazy know. It's, I, don't, it, I don't. It's know. really bad I don't because know. I really Maddie, actually I don't, know. don't know I don't know
1: I don't know who the fuck is Jandra Like
0: <laughs> I don't know So like there is supposed to be an actual political plot line With this character in this episode Like she's a witness to some Why sort of politics? murder What
1: are the Could you explain to me what you think the politics even are here Because don't there know. were like A bunch of names dropped who are not from this fucking Like Chiar canon So like it's just I don't random know. characters I don't like, know. I don't I'm mind like mind that visibly being used. angry about this. I
0: mean, it sucks. I mean, I don't mind the idea of like there just being some cool background scene setting of being like, oh, this is a bigger world than the X Men, and there's all these other politics happening okay, on these but other the, planets. That would like, be interesting if there had cool. been any
1: reaction from like. The president or any international character And it also would have been kind of fun
0: If Cyclops and Storm had been reacting by being like Oh my god like we're suddenly stepping into This other political landscape that we're completely Unfamiliar with and like No but instead Scott's just
1: being like I can't believe my dad Is my dad dad
0: (laughs) And like also he's making things Significantly worse by like Bungling things and he doesn't Really reckon with that later Like he basically Fucked up like this everything in this entire episode For this like other society and like Barely managed to figure it out by The end like Again, luckily I mean, Cyclops- Jandra doesn't die luckily yeah, Seriously I don't know Cyclops is a really bad leader in this episode And it's annoying that he's the one We're supposed to feel sorry oh, wait, for I,
1: I know because also Storm is there who's the other leader And she's just going along with this
0: Yeah I don't even buy that as a character trait For and her I don't that's what I'm saying it's like,
1: it's like For whatever reason Storm the black woman is just in the background being told what the white men do as they like fight over each other, which I mean, that's historically, what she's expected white to do. men like comparing their dick sizes and then throwing like women under the bus in the background seems like accurate, unfortunately.
0: But I don't like seeing it in my show. I don't want that to be something I have to put up with when I watch this show. I just, yeah. I don't know. I have it higher was, standards than uh, that uh, for this show. Me
1: too. And considering where we came from, and this was my problem when we walked into this episode because I was specifically saying that we had just come off of three seasons that were really well-written and politically symbolic and in a lot of different ways, and we got to see characters of color and different genders stepping up the plate, and then suddenly the last two episodes have been men Crying about their lost girlfriends or dead girlfriends (laughs) And like killing people And creating like mass problems With governments because of like Them just
0: being on a tantrum about Something and like Uh, Yeah
1: and it's like I don't care but then also getting away with Saying shit like Oh, you know... You gotta uh,
0: control your wife. You know how it because is.
1: Because <laughs> last time I saw her, she was like, so crazy. Well, she's calmed down a little bit. Well, she reminds me of your mom because she was also crazy. haha <laughs> women are crazy. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like...
0: Ugh. It's really terrible. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed it's awful. in it. And I feel like this is... A bad sign for the show going forward that we've had these episodes. Like I, we are gonna have to continue to make fun of this show, I guess. Like this is gonna become a (laughs) podcast where we make fun of this show for being bad. But hey, for a while it's been a podcast where we praise the show.
1: We should also mention the animation has been slowly changing these past two episodes, like kind of getting shittier, and it's maybe these are the no because this ref specifically references that it's after the dark phoenix saga so i don't I know think it's i don't necessarily think we're actually caught up order. to
0: the episodes that are out of order yet i think it's coming up but we'll I see i know. guess i it's don't probably know.
1: okay but the next episode is a juggernaut episode so that's also going to be bad
0: i'm gonna look up which episodes are out of order
1: Well, have fun with that <laughs> so i will go ahead and say right now that uh There is going to be no Spotlight X-Men this week. I thought about doing Cyclops, but I was so emotionally drained and mentally drained from being angry at this episode that I was like, we can save Cyclops for later because he's going to have like 90 more Spotlight episodes before we finish all these media productions. So uh, sorry, no X-Men Spotlight today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sounds good to me. So here's the episodes that are out of order. It turns out that Cold Comfort was supposed to happen earlier in between the phoenix saga and the dark phoenix saga it was supposed to be tossed in there so that I mean, explains really why gene isn't though. in there and why it's like those particular x-men in that episode and then also no mutant is an island was supposed to happen around then i don't think we've seen that one yet no I, I don't and think we have and apparently either. orphans end which is the one that we just saw is still supposed to go after the dark phoenix saga so
1: Odd. yeah this is also like an era of x-men the animated series that you know i've seen before and watched but i read, back in the 90s i would tape things off the tv and so i had like a lot of the first couple seasons and the dark phoenix saga and then like a lot of the fourth season like pieces of it but all this shit the next five episodes are just episodes that i like i'm not invested in i'm sorry (laughs) or or am i sorry i don't know maybe i'm not sorry i mean i I (laughs) I mean if it's like these last two episodes i probably am not
0: i think people can probably get a kick hopefully get a kick out of us making fun of these episodes like even though they're painful for us to watch i hope people are enjoying i I, I know well they're
1: probably enjoying me screaming who the fuck is jenga
0: Who is like Ragnarok I hate it <laughs> Anyway we watched it Who's honestly, the mad chancellor Like don't don't watch this one Like <laughs> should we rate the episode I okay, guess yeah, we I, can Okay
1: so I'm going to give it a, Like a .2 out of 5 X's I And mean, then we're starting It's even getting a point .2 Because it's got some Origin story in there But this episode is terrible It's it can it bad can be, It can be a point three If you want to turn it Into a drinking game
0: Yeah I'm going to agree I mean I don't even Really want to give it A score at all Because it's so It's so <laughs> So confusing and unpleasant, and, like and the animation is misogynistic, isn't
1: good. and like it's so that's that's the other part. I can't do, deal with this weird misogyny happening in this episode, considering. The rest of the series Being so progressive And also considering That
0: this is like Right after the Dark Phoenix Saga Which like This episode was Apparently supposed to be The first episode to air Right after the end Of the Dark Phoenix Saga Yeah so like After the feminist piece Let's talk about how Women are out of control Like that's disgusting That that is what They were originally planning Especially given how Disappointing the end Of the Dark Phoenix Saga is To have this be The follow up episode Yeah I mean shittier So I
1: don't I don't know And it's too bad Because there's a lot Of the animated series That I absolutely (laughs) love do you say a zero?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm mad. <laughs> 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 I guess it's a zero or it's a point three if you like play the drinking game or something. But it's pretty dumb and it's like not that fun. So whatever. Fuck the episode. Yeah, it's
1: not good. Um, so gay characters. There's not a lot in here. The Ragnarok, or Ragnarok, fucking Corsair, and they're like weird kicking. I
0: but like that's not even like it's all well, fun on. because everything else in the episode is annoying, so it's like hard to think. That also, that's it's fun. like
1: did Corsair even really consent to that, or was it like a of weird, like it assaulty salty thing? Of because course, it's
0: like, but that's what Mister Sinister does, and we like it when it's Mister Sinister because we're probably yeah. But like, here's the thing:
1: when Mister Sinister does it, all his victims kind of like also are into it.
0: Okay, and your fan fiction, they are. That's a whole separate <laughs> thing, Ryan. <laughs> That's okay, not fine. in the show But yeah I don't know
1: Well Corsair probably is gay At this point I'm sure point, there's he's been also fucking...
0: that Wait was... no
1: he Raza He fucks Raza
0: Oh 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 I thought you were just Gonna try to make a point Like he's been in outer space For a really long time His wife is dead He's basically yeah, I mean, just honestly, gay yeah
1: boy. That is what the point I was gonna make But he's like That's why he's taking Comfort in Raza's arms And yeah. his g- giant boner I don't also, know Also
0: according to like Ryan Pagella fan fiction logic As soon as your wife dies You become gay Like that is just How these things go <laughs> I mean, I mean, it
1: did say that about Jean Grey also. Exactly. It's like Jean Grey died. So clearly the only thing left to do is have Wolverine and Cyclops fuck. I can't I mean, believe Wolverine okay, wasn't a episode. Okay, Who's with me? Email me at the mutantages at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely do Thanks. email us
0: about that because you know what? We want to hear we want to hear about your wife wife dying thoughts. It's the only way around all these fridgings is if the characters become gay afterwards. So, like, yeah, yeah, I guess stupid Ragnar is the gay one in this. Ragnar, but
1: Raka Raka. I know okay, it's wait.
0: like incest, but Cyclops saying dad this many times in an episode. I, I thought the same thing too. I, I was like, this is a flag little strange. It. It's a little weird it, It's it's a bit much And the drama between them It's I think the other part of it That's weird Is that Corsair is animated To look exactly like Cyclops Like he doesn't look Older than him He looks really young I
1: mean I don't know I don't know So he's
0: supposed to be like 60 right Like how old is Cyclops exactly Like 30 oh, I guess he
1: would be But like in this He kind of looks like He's maybe like yeah if that like still like wildly attractive looks like
0: 30 ish so it's very like they just seem like weird exes as opposed to like father and son which is more just an animation issue than anything else like they could have given him some salt and pepper hair like a little bit of wrinkles and stuff but they really didn't do that they just have him look like a young hot space pirate guy like i don't know it's a weird thing um and it's just kind of like a problem with the episode and it's and its tone uh right, it's
1: it's terrible yeah it's, it's bad. bad it's a bad
0: episode so i guess stupid ragnar wins i don't know this is how unfair I, I and bad know. this episode. well there's is. that scene where
1: hepzibah is like hitting on storm but like okay. that's it
0: sure that's I'll not really it.
1: like that's also not a two-way street you know what this episode is awful do you want to do some reader mail
0: sure let's do reader mail
1: okay we only have a couple things and they're from twitter Great. Uh, this time.
0: I love tweets. Love them.
1: So the first one is from Lizzie who writes, finally got to the end of the first season of the mutant ages and I'm cracking up from the goofy crossover transition with let's watch two movies theme song, which is extremely good. So, <laughs> that was so congrats fun to, to do. you Maddie. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. And then we have another, we have another theme from Drake, which, Oh shit. He called me out on this. Uh, he goes, is Iceman in your top 20, Ryan? Oh, my
0: God. Yes. We need to address this.
1: <laughs> I was so mad at that episode that I forgot. Yeah. Uh, so, and that
0: episode isn't even truly Bobby. So we didn't even need to address it because he's not it, even well, in okay. it.
1: So, yes, he lands in number eight on my top 20. Which so, is pretty
0: high up. So I can't believe right, we both forgot it. So far, it.
1: We, we don't know who number one is. But two is Jubilee. Three is Archangel. Four is Mr. Sinister. Five is Wolverine. 6 7 you don't know mm-hmm. 8 is items man 9 is Storm 10 you don't know 11 is Rogue 12 and 13 you don't know 14 is Cable 15 is dowser 16 is Mystique you don't know the next two 19 is Gambit and you don't know 20 Great. I don't know when we'll get to number 1 honestly. So
0: I mean I thought I knew who it was. I
1: Oh, you do, but we haven't done a spotlight. Well, we
0: haven't done a spotlight of them yet.
1: Yes. Um
0: but I feel like If someone were listening To this entire show They might have some They, would, they probably would
1: have Figured it out Because like um, Jubilee's already at number two And yep. then Wolverine's
0: And Wolverine's it's surprisingly like, Is at number five that Ryan... Not, Which you would
1: think That Wolverine would be My number one Because I would want him to, Like he's my number one Man well, in my heart Well you should make A
0: separate list That's like Ryan's fuck list And then Wolverine can <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine can be number okay, one up there. I am
1: doing that now And then I'm going to announce <laughs> it in the next episode
0: Great, great. Holy shit Because that's um, a separate list I feel like it really than is. the top X-Men Which is sort of like there's different factors Involved there yeah, but I think Iceman would also be on that list, right? I oh yeah, mean, I
1: mean Iceman, and Archangel, Wolverine are I hands mean, down on that Iceman list.
0: I dated for so long. You yeah, can't and, just and that throw fan fiction. That okay, yeah. So
1: if you want to go listen to me read my old <laughs> fucking X Men fan fictions, you can listen to them on the Warcraft Valley podcast, uh-huh. which our, is our, our companion
0: our, podcast yes. to this show.
1: Yeah, and it's we just released another episode where we just finally got to like. The Live journal, dead journal era, which is just <laughs> where
0: everybody's teenagers, so it's like horny, but also people are dying. It looks like
1: crazy, like everything was like body parts were flying everywhere, blood was everywhere. It was just like so much. Um, so that's okay, exciting! One more,
0: Good episode, yeah. To one check more out. email,
1: uh, is from somebody who writes in, So you're wondering about government sanctioned super teams. Freedom Force was one. This was a government sanctioned team composed of. Mutants from the Brotherhood and Mystique made a deal with Valerie Cooper so the Brotherhood could avoid prosecution.
0: Hmm. And
1: then I had replied eventually. I was like, I think this is during the time of X Factor and they corrected me and said that it was later. So I do remember that uh, because that's why I thought it was during X Factor because I thought they encountered each other. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But again that's still in the superhero realm it's like there's no like real world comparison yeah, nobody
0: wrote in to come up with something like that i mean i'm sure there's like black ops teams that we don't even and know probably because
1: there isn't anything somebody could like easily reference well and if superheroes there's a black ops are team, also real somebody in the black <laughs> ops team is not gonna like hit us up at the mutant ages, and be like uh actually we have this black ops team and <laughs>
0: Yeah, why aren't people writing in? Why isn't the FBI writing in and like telling us oh, yeah. more information about what's going on and the CIA, etc.? I don't know. We don't get any emails. I mean, is like that. there
1: even a CIA anymore? I couldn't honestly tell you. I mean, is so. there
0: even a government anymore? That's the main okay, yeah, problem. Exactly. With this. <laughs> yeah, they don't have they don't have time for Black Ops teams. So they keep shutting it down. Anyway, is it time for plugs? Are we all out of it segments? Is.
1: It is, so welcome everybody to our one hour episode of the Mutant Ages Snappy up (laughs) Yeah, and it's because we don't have a spotlight X-Men We will do Cyclops eventually, I just was not up for it after watching this episode I mean, you know what, we're
0: not up for anything after watching that episode And you're gonna have to forgive us I mean, I'm up for
1: learning how to binge drink again, even though I don't do that anymore
0: Oh my god, please don't (laughs) Instead, why don't you binge watch all of the cool videos on our YouTube channel That was good, good, good a lot of let's plays of x-men related video games and also like ryan cuts together clips from the animated series with this show and it's really funny and we have like live action skits that we've done where we're the x-men and other characters and i don't know there's a lot of fun videos on there it's us there being is what are we, what are we playing
1: right now on let's play we just finished wolverine on the nintendo mm-hmm. we just finished
0: that wolverine fan game that a mutant agent yeah, created for um, us and that's awesome. And then I can't remember what the next one is. Oh, it's that uh, fucking well, hard game where you play as like all the different X-Men. And you have to switch between them. It's a, and we yeah, couldn't figure out. It's the, it's the PC out.
1: game. And I eventually turned it off and said, I'm never playing it, it again. It basically that one. like Quantum okay, Mansion or whatever the fuck yeah. it was called. Also, we have the one of the Tiger handheld games coming up. Yeah, so, I forgot uh, about
0: that one too. We've got a yeah, bunch of great shit. X-Men games coming up. And the videos are pretty fun, even if the games are bad. Much like this I episode. I mean, we have a good
1: time, so.
0: Yeah. So check them out.
1: Oh, also, just so you all know, you should go subscribe to that channel because next month Maddie, Katie, and I are all going to Disney World, and we're gonna have a video we're series have vlogs. called Vlogs. Yeah, we're gonna have the Mutant Ages goes to Disney World, and Maddie's we're gonna never finally
0: been. meet Wolverine. <laughs> That's, what That's we not, keep not going saying. to happen.
1: <laughs> but we might meet Uncle Scrooge. One can hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, we probably will meet him and all the yeah. characters of Kingdom Hearts. Anyway, uh, we also have a Twitter account, which is the Mutant Ages, and we're individually on Twitter. I'm at Mitty Myers.
1: And I'm at Ryan Pagella, and we and have
0: Facebook and Tumblr and, and Instagram.
1: And I have something to ask you yeah, guys. As if you if you if you all want to help keep us uh, in production, you oh, can yeah. donate to our Patreon. Please We have do. the Mutant Ages Patreon. It's Mutant Ages only, so you can go there and. And support us even a dollar can go help us go a long way um, yeah
0: and if you support us on the patreon you can get bonus audio content like for example a little bonus app about into the spider verse which ryan and i just saw and we're going to record a little episode yes, and that's going to be going dropping
1: next week and then also dropping the week after that will probably be captain marvel yeah so, so
0: like if you want to hear more little bonus podcasts you could subscribe at that particular level and get them and you can find an old deadpool 2 one and other ones and it's good shit it's good shit it is good shit please pay and, uh, for that
1: yeah that'd be great and also leave us reviews reviews are great on whatever app you're using itunes soundcloud whatever yeah Help us or out. tell a leave friend us about the show it increases our visibility yeah 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 yeah
0: <laughs> okay that was I think the we did
1: quickest ages episode we have ever done
0: i don't know that that's actually true but well, it might be anyway you know what? we'll see you hate next this time i episode <laughs> We'll yeah, we'll see, see you, you x time. X time. Uh,
1: yeah, X time. X marks the spot for Wolverine to call me.